0: From Variety, celebrating more than 117 years covering the business of entertainment, this is the Award Circuit Podcast.
2: I know, I keep saying I felt like we were like the Spice Girls or like, you know, like a band that was put together by... I remember the Monkees. Yeah, totally. That That's what it felt like. It felt like that we were like this manufactured band. I mean, we were, but uh, we put the work in, you know, and we spent hours and hours and hours at, on our instruments and our voices.
0: Daisy Jones and the Six star Riley Keough says she had no professional singing experience coming into the show, but that seems unbelievable given the music that she and her co-stars ultimately made. I'm Michael Schneider, and on this episode of the award-winning Variety Award Circuit Podcast, we talk to Riley Keough about the journey to making Daisy Jones and the Six and its lasting impact on her. But first, on the Award Circuit Roundtable, we get a Can recap, plus we talk succession finale and a whole lot more. It's all next on this edition of the Variety Award Circuit podcast. Stay close. Hey, we're all back you together. Know, Look at you guys in the same room. Hi, everyone. I'm Variety TV editor, zone. Michael <laughs> Schneider, along with uh, Clayton Davis, back in the same time zone. Same time it, can zone. it can happen. It can, it
1: can, oh, can no. happen. It.
0: No. Oh no. Bet that can-do attitude. <laughs> that can-do attitude. Look, and, and uh, you you do your, your – I was expecting you to wear a beret here. To
1: no. <laughs> I'm so done with France. as like, it's just
0: a nation. <laughs> <Like> I,
1: <laughs> I just don't want to go
0: again for a long time. Look at that. I'm so done with France. Are <laughs> <so done> <laughs> you sure France. you're not British because the Brits hate the French?
3: Yeah,
1: that is, that is true. But um, I mm-hmm. did have a lot of baguettes. Like so many. <laughs> so many. Actually, on the last episode, Emily, I was just – like I was on Zoom obviously. Just – Eating a baguette on our Zoom. It's
3: just so incredible. <laughs> I'm, I'm so, so good. jealous. Bread. What a great life.
0: Exactly. Well, that's Emily Longoretta. Hi. That's Jazz Tank. Hello. And we're here. We're back. So I guess besides uh, hating France, uh, what, what was the big takeaway from, from Cannes?
1: The big takeaway. Um Killers of the Flower Moon, surprisingly, no surprise, it's a great movie. Martin Scorsese is going to go places in this industry. Yeah, that kid? That's I think that, that guy's going to be something. He's going to be something. He has this great up-and-comer, Leo okay. DiCaprio. Um, but yeah, no, the movie's great. It is three hours and 26 minutes long. Oh, no. No, I'm hard out. However, and guys, you know I'm the stickler yeah. for long run times. The first time I looked to see what time it was, I was three hours and two minutes in, so that wow. should tell you it feels pretty good. Now, could it be shorter? Yes, I don't think you need the last twenty six minutes. Actually, but the movie is great, and the Lee Gladstone is a star. I mean, she's amazing, right? We're gonna ha- we're gonna have a uh, our first uh, second, sorry, second woman nominated for acting from the indigenous community. It's gonna be a great little.
3: Well, I'll probably be sitting that movie out. I'm not going to lie.
1: No, you it's should a watch long. it. It's, it's it's, it's, a it's, it's, and by a
3: little, I mean a lot.
1: It's, a, it's, a, <laughs> it's very important. I think we all should watch it. I mean, it's... it's, it's
3: a, I know it's Scorsese a, really needs it's a my, harrowing, my
1: it's a, support. It's a, it's but, it's um, a harrowing story. Can, 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 can there be a pee break? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I'll like, wait till it's out. We so thought there I can... was going to be an intermission, yeah. and there was not. But why are people
3: upset over it? Because, like, well, like, people saying like, people somebody spoiled the ending but it's like how can you spoil the ending
1: of a
4: true story well
1: there there no what what they spoiled was pretty legit because it's not like the story is just something that a, a, a device he uses to tell the story and i feel like that you need to keep secret but okay the story is the story i mean story about how how we as a country decimated an entire tribal community and took their land and said oh okay and then we moved on and then the
0: fbi was born.
4: <laughs> That's exactly That's who pretty it was. much it, you right?
1: Yeah.
0: yeah. Um and it sounds like they they did a really good job of uh getting it right, right? I mean they they got it they, mo- yeah. they,
1: they did the work. They did the work and Jesse Plemons, as um he's a very talented man who has transformed completely. I saw him at can and he looks great. Yeah, he
4: does. And look really
1: good. but he shows up 2 hours and 50 minutes into the movie, so he's not in it a whole mm-hmm. lot. I remember I, there was a point I was thinking to myself like where's Jesse?
4: Interesting. <laughs> is he in this?
1: <laughs> he <laughs> was busy shooting other things yeah, and then
4: he a, He's been in a lot of stuff well,
3: recently. Yeah. Live yeah. in Death obviously. What's
1: yeah. funny is cuz the book is told from his character's perspective, which this does not do <laughs> at Interesting. all.
3: Interesting. Yeah. That's an that's a good good thing to know.
1: But um other than that, uh, Zone of Interest was great. Um it, my favorite Jonathan Glazer movie, he did um, Sexy Beasts and Under the Skin with Scarlet and Birth with Nicole Kidman. No, mm. TV people? Not really. Don't try to turn this into a film <laughs> podcast. <laughs> yeah. it was Just great. remember where you are. And May, December with Todd Haynes featuring Natalie Portman and Julianne Moore. That movie is delightful.
3: I okay, oh, but not wait. Okay, but did you see The Idol?
1: Um, I opted out of The Idol really? for two, Ooh, for two reasons. For two reasons. One. The party, you had to be bussed to. Nope. And I have a rule, and people say it's not uh, rational. I call it totally rational. If I can't – I don't go to a party that I can't leave when I want.
4: Mm.
1: I need to know I can go anytime I want. If I can't do that – Couldn't
3: you, have you just called, like, an Uber?
1: I'm in France – and I don't know, like, how <laughs> this works there. I didn't want to oh, risk I thought, it. I thought this was Clayton's limousine rule. Like, no,
0: I will only go into the event no, if I like am it. shuttled yeah. in my own limo. That, that's
1: why even when I lived on the East Coast, I drove to, like, every screening. Really? Like, m- mostly every screening in New York because, mm-hmm. like, I was like, oh, if the train breaks – maybe that's just, like n- – PTSD nine eleven is just like yeah. oh what if the trains stop right. running? Right. How do I get back home?
3: So you were like, let me just. have So I a just drive, escape. yeah. So you didn't see it,
1: and then the other part was um the reviews were pretty telling. I knew what was coming, and I was like, I I can just watch it on TV. Yeah, I don't you, need you, to see it in a hot
0: theater. You can wait until the weekend.
4: <laughs> oh, we're on oh fire today
1: crawling it's, under it's the dust. It's so great. Um, was it, were the reviews better or worse than you were expecting or about on Probably
3: about what I expected. Yeah.
0: Maybe even a little better than I
3: expected. To be honest, same. Yeah. Because some sources that had seen it before had told me even worse things. So I was like, oh.
0: So. Okay. I, it's an interesting strategy. Like HBO <laughs> just seeding it like this is the worst thing ever. And then like, oh, that's not the worst thing <laughs> no ever.
3: It's not a, great.
0: Actually, but... that's very telling because I think that's a, <laughs>
1: Europe is probably your safest place to drop something like the yeah. idol
4: yeah and
1: the fact that they were like i don't really like this about think about how horrible it's going to get received here on uh, in states i'm worried about
3: sunday yeah. i'm worried about it i won't lie twitter but will be an interesting it's place gonna be
1: i think it's gonna be watch though at least the oh, first yeah. oh, two or yeah. three episodes yeah, yeah. i mean yeah. there's
3: only five so it's not like it's gonna Is be there this- five yeah so so same
1: eligible for series next year oh no
0: a oh, very interesting yeah, point. Yeah, well, be limited, right?
1: Can't go limited either. That's it. You have to have six episodes.
0: Six. Oh, so where does it go?
1: Nowhere. It's in No Man's Land.
3: Wait, that can't be right.
1: There's a No Man's Land territory. You can't, like, if you don't meet the six episode rule. No, not. It's it's even, like 90 eight percent sure because i was because i thought a small light wasn't going to qualify mm-hmm. because five episodes were going to go before may 31st but then i think they started with a double episode
4: mm-hmm.
1: and that's and then it it's fine but the rules uh if you as mike is googling no yeah <laughs> yeah no, i mean let's see sure. changes next year but like do uh like Episode submission or episode number of episodes or whatever. I think it's six episodes. And if you don't meet it,
4: well, because,
1: I, well then I think you can go orphan. I think it can be an orphan thing where it can go individual categories. Um, but and I mean, below TV the line. movies
3: technically just one long thing. So
1: I mean, are they going to call it a TV movie? A five episode five-hour five movie i mean it'd be on par with everyone else right now
0: Oof. okay here we go uh so series and limited uh important so- to state these are the rules as of today because these change every <laughs> yeah, two say- seconds but good yeah so regular series is six episodes uh but limited uh da-da-da-da-da. it does it uh, does it say episode numbers
3: well, we will check this and get back to hmm. listeners and write a story about it probably on Friday <laughs> because I think this is a very good situation. But, conversation but I, I also
1: think it's safe to say it won't matter. <laughs>
3: like, maybe? No, I don't know. No, I
1: mean actually, yeah, you don't. No, because
0: know. limited comes out a mini series, and miniseries were never six episodes. Mini series sometimes were even just two two nights, so or four hours. So I think with limited. Uh, unless it's it's it, go, sort of unless like it goes the, like
1: the, the anthology route. Or yeah. something well, now like that,
3: that yeah. they have
4: that,
0: it's the sort of the it's it's yeah the the evolution from miniseries. So yeah, and you still need a place for those traditional two night miniseries. I mean,
1: let's be honest, it can go into scripted variety, right? That's where everyone <laughs> decides to go. <laughs> when right. You don't have anywhere. You don't to have go. anywhere to go. Actually, no, not
0: for nothing. It could probably go
1: into um, like variety pre-recorded then maybe no. no no wait wait where did hamilton go
0: yeah but hamilton oh that's was a, like a stage so different yeah i mean
1: we'll find out yeah we'll find out next year let's I mean, go through one MEC. the season. fact that yeah <laughs> exactly guys Dude. now
3: i'm so tired already <laughs> 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 i'm so tired
0: all right so so back to that so so france was great uh france was great yeah uh oh. pretty good movies
1: some very good movies uh A woman won the Palme d'Or a third time in history.
0: looks like women can direct. It's getting out there. Bonkers.
1: Bonkers. Women
0: can direct movies. Bonkers. And who knew that Clayton owned so many tuxes?
4: Oh, my God.
3: What a
1: thought. All these tuxes I've purchased since I've worked at Variety, I've never needed tuxes. Like, I've needed (laughs) here. And they are now all wrinkles because I shoved them back into
0: my suitcase. That's good. (laughs) Take care. Take care of your clothes. So... All right, so now we're uh, heading into June. It is prime time for Emmy voting coming in just two weeks. It all starts. It's all here.
3: It's all happening. Uh.
0: Eligibility window has now, by the time they're listening to this, it's closed.
1: closed.
3: It is closed.
0: Yesterday. Yeah, Yeah, so hope you got your shows in because that's it.
3: Well, I mean, Mike, I want to mention your amazing, my favorite story that you write all year, the 100 most watched TV show list that you mm-hmm. posted this week, because it's my favorite thing ever. And not only <laughs> because, because it's your shows, it's <laughs> my shows. I mean, I just, I just need this to give for anyone who makes fun of me for still watching broadcast TV. Right. This Emily is, is with you. the people. She's watching it um, with people. <laughs> I mean, I could be part of the reason for these numbers. I mean, I am part of the reason, let's be honest. But like the total viewers chart i just thought it was so interesting that the top show because i don't i don't really count nfl which not that i don't count <laughs> it but it's not, it's not a tv show it's football i mean it's great we all watch football but like
1: today's episode is you know, brought to you by the nfl
3: sorry um but like the top viewed show was yellowstone yeah which to me mm. just blows my mind on the network crazy. that no one knows on about. a network yeah. that no one knows about and then yeah. so that's top watched and then also top rated
4: yeah. yeah, and
3: after after three different football yeah. shows, yeah, football
4: nope. shows, it yes. <laughs> football. sports, <laughs> sports ball, uh, football <laughs> someone, who,
3: I truly, I love football. So like, but three different, like Sunday night, Thursday night, Monday night football. Sure, they rank first, but then Ye- Yellowstone after behind or like in front of every other scripted yeah. series.
0: Which is crazy because, again, like you mentioned, this is actual, this is the linear. So, this is people watching it on Paramount uh, Network. Yeah. Not, not Paramount, Paramount Plus, Plus, Paramount Network, or Peacock. Streaming it later. Wait,
1: d- wait, I would say, does this does take into account DVR?
0: It takes, yeah, it takes mm-hmm. into account DVR. What it doesn't take into account is uh, like Peacock Run. Right. Mm-hmm. So, it is just, this is just pure like. Good old fashioned linear. Watching so. weekly,
4: yeah. Wow.
1: Yellowstone on Peacock, brought to you by Paramount. So,
0: now. I mean,
3: and then the other shows that top the the total viewers. I mean, I was just so. I mean, some of it did surprise me. NCIS, FBI, Young Sheldon, Chicago Fire, Blue Bloods, Ghosts.
0: Yeah, ghosts. yeah. I, f- I feel like Ghost does not get the respect that it deserves. Okay. That, True story. That you know, the, the fact that it does as well as it does and it's up year to year, mm-hmm. as is young Sheldon, by the way, up year to year. When does that happen? I didn't
3: realize that that still was a thing.
0: Like that, shows that, could actually improve year to yeah. year. That yeah. Big Bang Theory,
1: like universe, man, like it's they have their ride or die. Yeah. yeah. They will just be there.
3: And then I really was very happy, as I'm sure Clayton was. To see that in the top rated Survivor was the second scripted show under Yellowstone and I was just really happy. I mean it's not that it's scripted, unscripted, but you know what I mean. Uh,
0: <laughs> None of these are scripted. They're all real. <laughs> so I'm curious your thoughts on the three Chicago's because you've got fire in front of med in front of PD. Mm-hmm. So it is interesting that there is a variation. It's people aren't watching all three at the same time.
3: Right, which it, it does surprise me. I think that kind of goes into time slots. I mean, Chicago Fire, 9 p.m., and it's the original Chicago show. I mm-hmm. think the most people still watch the original one, regardless of if it's, if it's the strongest or not. I will not share my views on that here because uh, I'm not a critic. <laughs> but And then Med and the, the PD in the last place shocks me even though it's not really in last place because they're all still in top 20 of this top 100 list but that that does surprise me that it's below the others um i i love that though that i think it's it surprises me that people aren't just sitting through three hours of it like i am
0: that's a lot of time though Mm -hmm. again that that's like a scorsese movie Mm (laughs) so i would guys uh, (laughs) (laughs) dick wolf is doing a scorsese movie every single week
1: actually
3: he's doing three three a week (laughs) nine hours um and i mean and then like you said top viewed and then top rated pd is in front of fire and then med isn't until a bit lower down. Yeah, so so. It's, it's, it is interesting that ratings wise, it, it changes a little yeah, bit. Yeah.
0: And we should say that's demos. Yeah, so with of younger course. people, with the the, the kids, which. Uh, is that me? Yeah. You're, am you're, I in, a, the kids? you're in 18 to 49.
3: <laughs> I am 18 to 49. <laughs> yeah, you'll
0: be in that for a while.
1: Mm. <laughs> yeah. Emily sounded like an eye chart this whole time. Like it's just a <laughs> PD med.
3: <laughs> I know, which is how I talk to my friends about it. <laughs> exactly. And it's like, it's so funny. People we, are probably like, what? I,
1: I like to notate two things from this list. I am. You cannot convince me otherwise, Mike. If you try to convince me, I'm going to say no.
0: Uh-huh.
1: <laughs> Vanderpump Rules got made this list in just two months. This is March to now that it pushed into 94th place. Because if this was all year long, it would be easily oh, past Yellowstone. It was, it was, <laughs> yeah, I was going to say,
0: because it was on this list last year, too. But if, if this was just a March-April list, yeah. then yeah, it would, oh my, it <laughs> would be in, way up.
3: And rating-wise, so in the demo, was in the top 50. It just squeaked in, but it was still in there. So yeah. I was like, that's impressive. That's impressive for a show that has been on for that long and a show that's on like a Bravo show. We don't see that a lot. Yeah.
1: Bravo's thriving, man. They just say, like, yeah. you know, I, I'm interested to see what uh, New York reboot is going to look like, but their Housewives, Vanderpump uh, universe is, is, is holding on. Oh, they're Bravo-lebrities. They're Bravo-lebrities. Mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> I also yeah. find it so f- interesting that these, uh, the most watched networks list, because number 10, guys- is hallmark. They were down thirteen percent, which I'm not thrilled about, but, but I'm not surprised by everyone's it at all. Down. Yeah. yeah, everyone's down, but but is a lot. More, like.
1: more validation for Emily. Emily's <laughs> just looking for what can keep her. Guys, I'm telling engaged. you, <laughs> ten is
3: hallmark and eleven is Ion and twelve is HGTV. I'm pretty sure these three are just the ones that are on in my home twenty four hours a day. <laughs> like Ion has the old episodes of Blue Bloods. Yes, I know they're on Paramount Plus. I'm sorry but having ion on where it's like I could turn it on and it's either blue Bloods or chicago PD <laughs> at any hour of the day what a dream
1: I also can't believe the american idol still on this list I know right Like and the, and I love and I am an idol stan like I've, I have a weird encyclopedia knowledge of american idol mm-hmm. contestants um and I and I just can't believe that people are still watching I also hate this format that they have for the show but it's doing it's very, it's, it's abc's it's, number dude. one show that's so, like, That's so crazy. impressive yeah. that
3: they can keep that, and ABC also should know on that on that top like most viewed. They're down. their Their show doesn't even show up till twenty three, like spot twenty three. So they are dwindling well in,
0: 18 to 49 ESPN's ahead of them now so they're right. actually the number 5 network it's just
3: so crazy so uh,
0: you mentioned Hallmark uh, your other channel <laughs> Great American can Family we n- can
3: we not say <laughs> my other channel I would not like that The Gaff The Gaff
0: The Gaff The Gaff uh, did not make this chart. it's
3: not here for some but reason.
0: but I will say they are up year to year 135%
3: to be fair they were they literally did not exist <laughs> they a did year not ago. <laughs> so, so or they were they were on for a month yeah, last they're, they're year still, they're still they're still
0: ranked number 78 okay. so they were right between weather channel and nick junior but uh, nonetheless, they they are on the rise, up a hundred and thirty five percent. I mean, they so. are
3: a lot of Hallmark talent went to Great American Family. I mean, it's no secret, so but, that does not surprise me. I'd also just yeah. like to
1: say there are definitely a handful of shows. That I scrolled through this, and I was like, "That's a show!" Like, I never heard these titles before, which is just indicative of. In
3: mean, the amount l- of TV, l- l-
1: amount of TV, but also I think the way because. L- I guess I wish we had, like, a heat seeker on the country of, like, mm-hmm. what parts of the country are watching. He's watching more. Watching yeah. what. I think a lot of it is not the coast. Yeah. That are really, like, bringing some of the, like, Yellowstone just breaks out mm-hmm. in, in middle America. It's made for that that demographic.
3: And I always think of how this impacts – award season and these kind of things and it's like will any of these shows? That was uh, was actually my second
1: point. Uh, My second question to you, Mike, as um, the senior awards editor at uh, this publication. I didn't see any award
0: shows. Uh, you
3: mean Yellowstone on this list. was nominated once but No, no, no. I
1: was, the, the, the Oscars like, didn't uh, make yeah. it again. Oh, no. This is,
0: this, is, uh, this is the average. This is a series ranker. Oh, okay. Because so I do the telecast uh, thing at the end tele- of the year. Okay, that's what I'm confused. Yeah. Okay.
1: So I was yeah, looking for keep Oscars. up playing. Well, I, 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 there are like, many charts that we do. Okay, so I, so I shouldn't be worried, is well, what you're saying.
3: <laughs> okay. What I was thinking is more does the amount of people that are actually watching these shows impact whether they get nominated? And the no. answer is no, no. because I mean, I mean, quantum
1: leap really being in the race right now the way it is, <laughs> and uh, I mean, all of these shows and to La Brea. Be honest. Right.
3: but but Yellowstone topping everything by a good amount, could yeah. that be like, could we get a Man, Yellowstone we, we nomination did the story again? Last
1: year, though, like we like the on, honest to God, the biggest shock of last Emmy season was a complete shutout mm-hmm. of Yellowstone, like nothing mm-hmm. for Yellowstone. So I guess my like. We're doing that same playbook again. What, what's changing now? And, and it's a new voting method. So that's into play and arguably the most competitive race, you know, is on the drama side. I did make a joke today, though, that six, you know, succession just feels like it's going to run away with it, that we can't even agree on what number two is. And a friend of mine, actually Karen Peterson that, um, uh, does freelance for us, she was like, everyone's just tied for eight. Like, it's Succession <laughs> and, and everyone I, else is trying to right, right, yeah. right now. So it, it, I I think it helps, like, in that conversation. But will that get more people watching the the te- actual telecasts of Yellowstone mm-hmm. is nominated? It's a, I,
0: good, it's a good question. When you look at, like, all of these shows here in, in the ranker, I mean, they're the closest to – a show that could go the distance is Abbott Elementary and that's ranked number fifty nine.
3: Right. That's a crazy So the spot. rankings don't matter. Yeah. No. Ultimately.
0: And yeah. and also the stuff that
1: they are watching, like like the reality competitions are on the are on the Creative Arts. So they're not even gonna be
2: on well, and, or, or, and, unless Vanderpump, Pump.
1: Yeah. They should totally move that to the main ceremony man. If that gets nominated, it's prime opportunity for a ratings boost.
0: I mean it probably should be I Emmy's mean, probably should be hosted by the Vanderbilt yeah. people this year. It should be the Literally, second
1: to last one of the
3: get night. So if Ariana <laughs> and Sandoval like somehow it were able to host together, could you imagine? On opposite sides of the I stage. I mean, it'd be so yeah. freaking amazing. Oh
1: god. We gave Jesse Collins as we yeah. exclusive here at Variety that Call we learned up. that you're producing, yeah. we have your oats, <laughs> and, and I feel like
0: Fox, even though they have nothing to do with Fox, they'd be like, sure, yeah, like, yeah, we we like need why not? We need the ratings, and and by the way, who knows by. The time the Emmys air, if the actors are on strike as well, you may need to have oh, the, the, the Vanderpump no, folks. We need all all <laughs> unscripted
1: do they, folks, the whole. Do they, do they have side cards, yeah, scripted people do they get side unscripted? cards? Un-
4: unscripted?
0: Not, not for those shows, but they may have side cards for yeah, other probably. things. Okay. I'm sure yeah. Tom has one. <laughs> He's
4: been trying to be an actor for a long time. I'm Emily sure he found sad. his way. I mean, it's. It's uh,
0: there are so many different shows that sometimes you need to get a SAG card because it is union. So even if you're not an actor, if you're like a broadcaster or a host or something, then you need one, too. Mike, does Maria watch Vanderpump Rules? Yes. She does? She's a huge I knew I, knew I loved her. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's how I like – Yeah,
1: that's how we got sucked. That's
0: yeah, exactly how was, I was. I think I was saying this maybe even last week was at first like I was like my back to the TV on the computer and I just keep hearing the insanity <laughs> behind me and I'm like turning around and like what? who are these people? And then I find myself eventually like making it to the couch. And yeah. then when the all stuff was happening the past couple weeks especially like – hooked now nah, i'm watching listen um,
1: w- weirdly it might be helping uh Andy cohen in talk series category because like, he's been having a lot of those people on and, and he
3: is killing it he's at so the reunion good. and then uh, obviously every, watch what happens live like he's really asking the questions people want so i could
1: never do that job by the way like host can you imagine hosting a reunion yourself no. With them. No, especially with...
3: because it's like a 16-hour day with all these dramatic right. people who act like <laughs>
0: – we are screaming. Well, nope. Yeah, you're nope. wrangling nope. cats. No. Right. Literally. literally dramatic <laughs> people
3: yeah. who are probably not fully sober.
0: <laughs> no. <laughs>
3: and by probably, I mean 100% yeah. not fully sober.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so what's interesting is watching those reunion specials on Peacock because they're not bleeped.
3: It's so fun. <gasps>
0: It was it's so much so more I fun don't
3: think watching I, I only I can
1: watch it on Bravo anymore because no, of it. same. I was like, I need the F-bombs. Yeah. I need
0: cursing. It kind of like throws me for a second, though, because <laughs> you're just so used to- <laughs> You're like... like, this is Disney Channel. Yeah.
3: <laughs> Especially from Andy. When he yeah. does it, I'm like, oh, Andy. <laughs> right.
1: <laughs> Andy coming up the 411.
3: Like, when he screamed at James to stay in his F and uh-huh. I was like- Oh my goodness, dad is mad. <laughs> James,
1: James is, the, is the worst behaved of them all.
3: Yeah. I mean,
0: yeah. I was here for it. I was kind of too. I mean, because <laughs> the thing is, he's terrible.
3: He's terrible, but he knows it.
0: Yeah. I guess he's. I don't a, think he knows
1: it.
3: He's the least terrible of the group right now, though.
1: <gasps> oh, that's no. not saying much. No, no, I, Of the ha-
3: men. Okay, of the men. He's the least terrible of the men right no,
1: now. No, no. Worse than Schwartz? Schwartz is the best one of them all. And I I say best, like not that he is the best, but how long did he
3: know? Tell me how long
1: he's valedictorian of the men.
0: (laughs) This is Absolutely this is the not. controversial take. So again, going back to uh, my wife and uh, a friend of hers, like I, I walk into them having this very conversation about Schwartz mm-hmm. and whether or not they're angry at Schwartz. I'm so angry. And at Schwartz. I'm not. again, a couple weeks ago, I would have been like, "Who? What? Like, Why are you?" But, on the, f- right, but, you know but exactly. the fact that I can come in and actually contribute <laughs> to this conversation yep. and have my own hot take on Schwartz—what? Yeah. What, what is life?
3: <laughs> I know. I know. It's I. I think Schwartz is just, not a, not just as bad, but he's close to as bad as Sandoval to me. Ooh. And the way he treats Katie, I can never get over. So I'm uh. sorry. I'm sorry. I've rooted for Schwartz. I have. And I used to be like, have a crush on him because I thought he was so cute. He's still cute, but no, not it.
0: Are you going to Schwartz and Sandy's?
3: I'm not. I'm, boy, I'm boycotting. Boycoting. <laughs> I wasn't planning on going before this, but I would. But no, I don't plan on going.
0: Well, apparently the food is supposed to be terrible there anyway, right? <laughs> I mean, so why would you go other than to see? the No, if the, I was going to go to one, people. I'd go to
3: Tom I've gone to Tom Tom, and I. The drinks are – they have a good drinks menu, so I'm fine with that.
0: How much are the drinks there?
3: It's, it's expensive. Like, yeah, I it's, bet. It's like pricey. 22
0: bucks yeah, or
3: something, yeah. right? And what? not – and, like, if I have a $22 beverage, I want to be drunk after.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> and, like, you're not at all, yeah. so yeah. – the only drink I buy for the night. Also, right. and
3: this is such a random thing to say, but the bar stools are really, really um, low. So you're, like, sitting with, the, like, your head on the bar almost. Oh, no. It's the most uncomfortable no, thing in the no. world. So see. I don't know how people go to den dates there Wait, or anything. that means but... you can't put your foot up on something? Oh, no. It's so – no, no, no. Oh, no.
1: see no hard pass this week on that's 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 why schwartz uh isn't good because he opens terrible places that do you
0: do you think it's fair to lisa though for them to say you have to pick a side
3: no i don't think that's fair for ariana to be like if Uh, you don't because she she can't get out of the business like the business side like you don't can't expect her to like i mean how
0: important is lisa
1: to this whole thing and like like, let's be like i think more
3: from ariana though it's that she like confides in lisa as someone that's well, her actual well, friend. Well,
1: here's the question: Do you think Lisa knew?
3: Yeah, so that's the rumor that Lisa I may think have known I, all
1: along. N- not uh, confirmed. <laughs> just yeah, our opinion. Your theory. I think she knew. There's no. She's too. She knows everything. Well, listen, and and her, well, her husband, her came husband in, right? saw her. Yeah. husband yeah. saw them. Right. Like once. T- so they've knew. had those
0: conversations. Every, she, I th- I
1: think maybe almost, she
3: was suspecting.
1: I, th- I think. Yeah. I think. Unfortunately, this is one of those things that everyone knew, but Ariana.
0: That's kind See, of, I don't and, think and that, the girl, and
1: the girls probably didn't
3: know. I don't think the girls knew because I think they all the way, that Raquel, didn't know. The way that Raquel, the way that Raquel was so close to them. I don't. Weren't
0: think they, they like known. a little suspicious though? Like at it one came point up. they
3: were. Yeah, yeah, they were always suspicious that maybe something because she's just a weird. But I feel like you trust your friends and you trust your are we calling partner. her Rachel
1: or we're going to keep calling her Raquel for a while? I think I we lo- should go to Rachel. I, I love think like, we should go to Rachel. <laughs> I like that <laughs> Ariana only calls
3: her Rachel mm-hmm. now yeah. and it's hysterical. Like Andy keeps saying Raquel and she'll bring it back to Rachel and I just think that's amazing.
1: Um my <laughs> I'm watching it from the beginning now and I'm realizing how much Schwartz has cried over the years and the opening of the reunion with <laughs> if james screamed at him and say stop <laughs> crying yeah was hilarious, hilarious. because so he good. just doesn't stop crying
3: yeah he cries a lot
1: and this, i'm a sensitive dude i cry in everything but i was like come on man yeah no
0: i i, I teared up at guardians of the galaxy all <laughs> through this weekend like, <laughs> did you really are,
1: yes oh uh, yeah i mean that it's it's hard man <laughs> what was it was it the whole like re- uh, uh i haven't seen no spoilers rock, yeah with the rocket end with the otter is otter what's it? Oh, the seal, the walrus. The walrus.
3: Oh, my goodness. She was
0: a she was an otter, I think. No, even even when uh, when when uh, Star Lord like comes uh-huh. home and see, yeah. Yeah yeah, 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 the the ending that it's, I just it's, gave it's, away, it's moving, yeah. was they were dead
1: the whole time, Emily. Don't worry, yeah. <laughs> they were dead, and uh, Bruce Willis walks in.
0: No, but I do like that they managed to like even like incorporate the Kevin Bacon. Christmas yeah. special element of it into it yeah. all. But so. they also
1: just shoehorned an ending together. Like, this is why they're not doing any more movies <laughs> exactly. together. And we're like, okay, sure. Uh, but I'm seeing Spider-Man uh, tonight. I'm really excited about yeah, that. Across the, the Spider-Verse. Things. I heard I'm going to cry in that, too. Yeah, probably. Yeah. I'm, just, I'm feeling very emotional these yeah. days. We're all... I cried in Vanderpump. No, I didn't. <laughs> I did not.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I got emotional the finale. No, you <laughs> mean didn't. I didn't. I did get really? emotional the Wait, finale. Wait, for her? For, for her. Uh, right, yeah. As, like, a woman, it's just, like, Ugh. More the friend betrayal than the
1: I do find it bonkers boyfriend. that they are still living in the same house. Like, like It's
3: actually insane. Jessica and I have, That's just o- Jessica I have
1: always said this, like, God forbid we ever, like, called it quits. We can't be that couple.
0: Let the record show that I tried to steer us away from talking about Vanderpump and <laughs> no, somehow – It's sorry. an Emmy contender. Exactly. It's, it's unstructured. <laughs> How do we always end up at Vanderpump? Because it's good. Because it's our life. life. It's yeah. – uh, um, well other hot topics. I mean, Ted Lasso, is this the final episode? Is this the final season? Why do we still not know? They're giving us yeah. this episode. They're calling it the season finale, but yet on Twitter, they're like, it's the final match. Was- and the name of the episode is goodbye, farewell, or, or like,
3: yeah, I'm so not- long farewell. I kind of don't like this whole up in the air. Just tell us, even if you say like season finale, if, if they wanted to say it's a season finale for now, we haven't quite decided yet. I'd bo- I'd appreciate that. I don't like this. Like we're not talking about it. Well,
1: since we're all talking about theories, my theory that I shared with Mike earlier today, it's going to switch to like Richmond. It's going to be called like Richmond next next year, I think, and then just be about that. Those- and, and it'll be an ensemble. My friend thinks it's going to be Roy Kent, and I said I don't think that works.
0: No, no. And I think the problem is like the the key stars on that show. They all are busy. I mean, Hannah Waddingham, Brett Goldstein, Juno Temple they all they all have plenty of stuff yeah. to do so i think they'd all sort of be fine with it ending as well so then then you're really left with sort of the the b team which again you could do a show you could do Richmond and and focus on the, the rest players. of the players um that that would still be something and maybe it'd be a fresh take uh but i wonder and we're probably not going to know for a while because the writer strike uh Wait, a know, strike? <laughs> is God, the not, strike Sudeikis is not Mm-hmm. I mean by the way what was the like did it come up in Cannes did people talk about it did anyone say how weird is this that so many people are here that should be on the picket line <laughs> Sam well, Levinson <clears throat> not even just
1: him like, yeah. like 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 Eric Roth did not go which I was surprised yeah. about but um, like
3: Scorsese is
4: a, a yeah I mean he like has
1: uh, a, a, I think when you, when you when you have like both I think it, it can get I'm a director uh, but, like, but like yeah Jonathan Glazer was there too he sure. was a writer-director um it it wasn't really a thing as as much like it, it was interesting it didn't come up like that i think people are just like that's an american problem and then <laughs> and then the americans that were there were like oh yeah that's a american problem as i'm talking with the new york accent yeah. um I, I i don't yeah it didn't seem to be a there were much more um pressing topics like johnny depp mm. and yeah. showing up so late to a press conference right and just so many of them. Has things.
0: he been – like What? what is the deal with Depp? Are, are people embracing him again? Like, Or, or do they think that it's uh, Jack Sparrow? Or are they like, oh, we love Jack Sparrow. Who knows about this Depp okay, guy? So the only – OK.
1: So what I can – my take and I, it's the only thing I can come up with. So I know people are going to hate this comparison. I compare it to like the Trumpers. Like they're loud but there's not like a lot of them – left mm. Mm. but they're just so loud that they seem louder i don't i mean call it a, oh, a comeback quote unquote but i just think it's like you know he's gonna keep doing stuff like this isn't a good one you see that it didn't get u.s distribution yet i don't think a big uh company's gonna pick it up so i just think uh he's gonna continue to you know get right. po- I, th- I think it's interesting that he was like talking about like you know uh, you know, the 10 people that like are against me, I was like, no, mm-hmm, uh, not nah, nah, <laughs> nah, dude. It's more.
0: <laughs> well, it's also, uh, again, going back to the France thing, a, a part of it is also, it's just like, if there a was very anywhere different... for him
1: to go, that was a place to go. Yeah. Jean Dubadi
0: hmm.
3: makes me uncomfortable a little bit
1: to see him or to hear Jean Dubadi <laughs>
3: <laughs> to see him and me speak see, French. <laughs> see that, yeah, yeah. both of these things yeah. make me uncomfortable.
1: I can't speak for like. You want to say bonjour, like I feel like I say it like <laughs> such a New Yorker. I'm like bonjour. <laughs> like I'm very like guttural about it. Oh, un baguette. Um, but wait, we, we didn't talk about the most important thing that people want to hear. There was a show that – two shows that ended this week. Yes. One was Succession and the other was Barry. Mm-hmm. Neither of those were on your 100 list, I think, right?
0: No. No. no the <laughs> only HBO show on the list was House of the Dragon.
3: It was very far down.
0: Yeah, but – yeah, you know, it's it's a premium. Sh- I mean, pay cable. It's in s- smaller household numbers. It's only like about 37 million as opposed to the rest, which are closer to like 90 million. Uh, so so, you know, the, any show from HBO that manages to get on this list, that's a huge deal. And that's why House of the Dragon and before that Game of Thrones. Always made on the list. But was Game know, of so, Thrones
1: high on the list? Like uh, traditionally. Like, back yeah. in the day, yeah. Yeah.
0: It did very well. Um, so you know, House of Dragon not doing it as well, but nothing's gonna do as well as Game of Thrones. But the thing with uh, you know, Succession and Barry, neither of those two and and you know, Casey Boys would be the first to tell you, it's it was never one of the top rated shows yeah. on HBO. It was critically acclaimed, it was awards gather, yeah. but neither of those shows were among The five biggest shows on the network. Yeah, I think
1: people underestimate how how rare it is that critical acclaim and you're the most watched show on television go together. Because what was Sopranos in its heyday? Okay, also we're talking about a different TV era. That was a different TV era. Yeah, but like Sopranos Sopranos did well.
0: Yeah, you know. And this year, you you look at um, uh, uh, the Last of Us. That's a show that did very well – it didn't make the list but still did pretty well for mm-hmm. HBO ratings-wise and it was also critically acclaimed mm-hmm. and, and it's a real contender for, for Emmy. And uh, both shows
1: interestingly bring to the point that you should know when to close up shop. Succession knew mm-hmm. – they, they ended on such a good note and Barry interestingly I think went on a season too long. And Ted Lasso was on season three, so I was like, yeah, this is a good time to cut the cord. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't have to go ten seasons, Walking Dead. we You can outstay your welcome very fast.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, different different kinds of shows. I mean, mm. we forget, like, we used to live in an era where shows after four years had already done 100 episodes. And mm. if they did you know, eight years, then that was close to 200 episodes. Yeah. And even with succession ending after four seasons, that's only 40 episodes. Yeah. That's... That's not even enough for syndication if we still lived in an age of syndication. So <laughs> I mean, this CBS. is also something
3: that I know we, we joke about this. Obviously, I'm the one Chicago person, but it's the same kind of thing in that world that we're seeing people constantly leaving those shows, especially this year. I mean, there was some the giant amount of exits on the three Chicago shows and. On the Chicago Med finale, which also was this week, um, one of the originals, there's only th- two or three original people left on the show, left, and it's that show hasn't made it into syndication, and it's people continuing to leave, and now the question is, well, should they just end it? Should they just end it before it's a full new cast and it gets to be well, like The Walking well, Dead? No, look yes.
0: at the ratings.
1: But yeah.
3: then but, but, you look at that, so and you're, you're like, people are still commi- watching.
1: Yeah. But also the commitment on those shows. I mean, we're talking about 22 episodes versus like eight, you yeah. know, or or seven, um, because we. Because Barry was – yeah, it was eight. Yeah, right? yeah Barry was eight, was eight yeah. this year. You know, but um,
0: – Yeah, but n- if you're a working actor, that's that's gold. Cool. That's what they're striking. I mean the, fa- the yeah, fact yeah. that, that – Yeah, you know, that, that that's day, where you get to
1: buy a house and you get to like, pay yeah, your mortgage. You have
0: a nice living as opposed to like doing an eight-episode series where, yeah, you're, you're not making the kind of money you once did. So, so one yeah. Day, one day. We'll get to uh, – I mean we – get, We get
1: to do a show one day, right, guys? We get to do like a Law & Order like L.A. They tried that; didn't work out. West LA, but journalist version. Yeah, (laughs) we we try to solve. I feel like this is more like newsroom. I
3: feel like this is more the newsroom situation. God, but But uh, I can't handle that dialogue. But succession
1: (laughs) ended uh, greatly.
0: Yeah, succession. They they nailed it. I mean, that was a fantastic ending. I was worried because you know, even like one episode left. I was like, how are they going to wrap up all these loose ends? And but you know what?
1: And, And perfect point again. You don't need to wrap up every loose end you said we still don't know if it was underlined or crossed out yes. mm-hmm. we still don't know but i'm okay not knowing
0: it doesn't matter doesn't matter doesn't matter Doesn't matter.
1: and um oh, that, yeah that, i that, love that roman is the only one with a happy ending pretty much
0: yeah because he's at a bar and uh <laughs> Shib, and spoiler
1: did the
3: alert to people that are, oh, I, mean, I mean i guess we don't need to yeah say if that,
1: you but. haven't watched well it happy now. ending you can interpret that different ways I mean, yeah completely but, and shiv uh did the shiv
0: yeah, sure did. That uh, the 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 scene the the shot of Kendall's head as he's looking at the sea, mm. the back of his head, which sort of is reminiscent of the shot of Logan's yeah. head in the opening credits. The only difference is Logan's head's in front of the board. Yeah. Kendall's just looking at an empty ocean mm.
1: he was on suicide watch at the end right that's what that was I thought he was gonna jump over uh, that same, thing. I, 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 thought, I thought it was on suicide I was like who's this guy luckily he had his uh his his uh bodyguard yeah. there but so he's just like listen he's gonna end it we need to watch him for a little while but uh yeah it, 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 it sucked the landing Barry I know you haven't seen it yet Mike so I don't want to spoil it not so much like it, it like it, it was fine
0: well, it was it's always hard. a question of what were they going to do after they arrested Barry at the end of season three. And it was always going to be a different show. Yeah. And it was indeed a different show this season. It it wasn't quite the same as those early seasons when, you know, it was still a secret and, and you could enjoy the interactions between the characters. And, yeah, it just it definitely became a tougher watch. Yeah.
1: I also just think that shows – like when I, watch, when I start watching a show, I have to like – feel like where can this go years from now in multiple seasons? Like I love the bear, but I also don't know what I'm building to in
0: the bear.
3: Right. Completely.
0: Right. Especially because now that they're building this new restaurant, it's a very different kind of show. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, what do you think jazz? (laughs) Oh, we lost jazz. Jazz has no time for our bullshit.
3: No, she does not. She's
0: watching law and order. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Well, I think on that note, um, There's a lot more television to watch, so we'll be back next week with another edition of The Roundtable. Bye. Bye. Survivor. After the break, Daisy Jones and the six-star Riley Keough from Los Angeles. This is the World Circuit Podcast. And we're back. It's the Variety Award Circuit Podcast. I'm Michael Schneider. Daisy Jones and the Six is the TV adaptation of Taylor Jenkins Reid's best-selling novel of the same name. It hit Amazon Prime Video back in March. The series, about the epic rise and fall of an iconic 1970s rock band, isn't quite about Fleetwood Mac, but the similarities are there. For example, Although Daisy Jones and the Six didn't start out as a real band, and the series stars weren't necessarily musicians, they were by the time the show wrapped.
2: Do your thing, man.
0: Should we put this one on tape?
2: Yes, we should. Is it called again? It's called Let Me Down Easy. (sighs)
0: In the limited series, Riley Keogh stars as the singer and songwriter Daisy Jones, who teams up with the band The Six. Like many of the iconic bands during this time period, their rise to stardom is as much exhilarating as it is tumultuous, mostly due to the intense rivalry between Daisy and the band's lead singer, Billy Dunn, played by Sam Claflin. This volatility ultimately leads to the group's final unraveling, which each of the members, including Graham, played by Will Harrison, Karen, played by Suki Waterhouse, Warren, played by Sebastian Chacon, and Eddie, played by Josh Whitehouse, as well as Billy's wife, Camilla, played by Camilla Marone, retell in their own disparate versions throughout the series. I recently spoke to Keo about Daisy Jones and the Six, the long road to making the series in the middle of COVID, the music, and so much more. I began by pulling out a copy of Aurora, the release from Daisy Jones and the Six on vinyl. I brought, of course,
2: brought my album. Look at this thing. (laughs) I know, so So crazy. Let me see that. Yeah, we're looking at the Aurora album. Yeah, so wild.
0: I will say, like this has been uh, on repeat on my turntable.
2: Oh, thank you for playing it.
0: I collect uh, vinyl. I'm one of those nerds who's been buying a lot of vinyl recently. So, so when Amazon sent that, I'm like, this is this is right up my alley. That's great. It's uh, yeah. There's there's some bangers on there. There are some
2: bangers on here.
0: And honeycomb is in my head all the time. It really gets in there. It really does. Do you still have, like, these songs as earworms in your head?
2: I mean, these songs are, like, part of my brain, I think. <laughs> like, I, you know, I I feel like I've been listening to these songs for three years straight and over and over and over again. I've never listened to songs more. Yeah. <laughs> and then I now, like, when I open my any kind of social media on my phone... It like bla- like it's always on my feed somewhere. So
0: someone's like putting it someone's on TikTok, TikTok
2: or-, or whatever, and and it just and I always embarrasses me because it feels like I'm watching myself, or, <laughs> or, you know. Like if anyone was listening, but yeah, it's either. I, I mean, the songs are so incredible; they should be everywhere. Yeah,
0: that, that's got to be so surreal. Are you still listening to them, or, or did you get to a point where they kind of burnt to to a crisp for you?
2: I've definitely burnt them to a crisp, but I think that I. You know, there's songs that we would play a lot in rehearsal um, and get kind of tired of playing. And then you kind of, we would set it down for a minute and then, you know, not have to play that song until we shot that scene. And then by the time you're shooting the scene, you find love for the song again, I think. Yeah. I would imagine it would be similar with like a real band having to play the same songs for, you know, 20 years. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, you are a real band. I know. Now we are a real <laughs> band. I
2: will, I will, uh, yeah, that, that's, it's, I do feel like we got to that point. I don't know if we are in this moment, but once upon a time, yeah.
0: we were. There was a, a period of time and, and you lasted longer than some bands last. Very true. So do you, do you have uh, a favorite or has it switched over the time when you look at the track list? It
2: really switches. It switches all the time. Um, I think that, um, look at us now is probably my, one of my favorites because there was a lot of like pressure to find the honeycomb song. And Mm -hmm. that was one that I don't think was written when I was cast. So I was a little bit a part of the process of like, let's find honeycomb, you know? And so being... Uh, being able to sort of see that happen was a really special moment. And I remember the first time I heard it and, you know, so that one was that there was a couple, there's a couple songs on the record that weren't established when I joined, you know, the show. Yeah, And so I got to sort of see, you know, them become one of our songs. And, And I guess that's the closest I would get to sort of like being in a band that, that, you know, creates a song. Yeah. Or, I don't know. <laughs> well, it's it's
0: very it's very meta. You yeah. know, when I think even about like, there's the episode where you guys shoot the the cover and it it actually is the cover and yeah. and you shoot like the the band shot and I know. like not only was it like a shoot for the show, it was an actual record mm-hmm. cover shoot. Yeah. So it's that that's kind of surreal too. I I'm, I'm sure. And and being there when some of these songs were being made and Mm. being a part of that process, just as your character is a part of that process was, was it sort of at some point, was it weird to have reality sort of, you know, fiction becoming reality and vice versa?
2: Yeah. I mean, there were so many like eras of this show for me, you know, Mm. there was the pre pandemic part, you know, which was, uh, auditioning and booking the show and being really excited to start this really fun adventure and, and doing something I'd never done. I'd never sang before or played music. Yeah, so which I, was, I,
0: I still, how, how is that possible? I'm, so, you I'm have really it's...
2: like touched when people say that. Cause I, I don't hear myself that way. And I, I'm just so um, grateful that I slid on through feeling like a professional singer. somehow I yeah. mean, it's not somehow we had, so much time rehearsing and we had a huge team of people who were helping us through and making us sound good. And, you know, and, and, uh,
0: yeah. It's one of the weird things about the pandemic, right? Is the the fact that you had more time to really hone this?
2: Yeah. So there was like the pre pandemic, which was Daisy Jones, uh, which was, um, like booking the show and then feeling like really excited to start this thing with these people. And then, there was the portion where we were, you know, rehearsing via Zoom, and you know, um then there was the part where we got back in the room together and started rehearsing as a band and in at sound city um, and then the the recording of the album, um, and all of this happened before we even shot the show, you know, so we had so much time together and so much rehearsal time that's not typical that really was i think extremely effective and um was the only way we were able to to feel in my opinion like we knew what we were doing because some of us sam and myself had if you if you'd put us up on a stage like 2 weeks after we were cast we would have it would have been very different to what you see yeah. in the show and very embarrassing
0: it feels like it was an experiment of some sort. Can we create a band? I know. I keep band? saying
2: I felt like we were like the Spice Girls, or like you know, like a band that was put together by you yeah. know, by this, by um, yeah, like yeah. A,
0: well, you're too young to remember the Monkees. I mean, I'm too young to the remember, remember monkeys. the Monkees.
2: Yeah, totally. <laughs> but, that that's what it felt like. It felt like that we were like this sort of you know manufactured band. I mean, we were, um, but uh, but we put the work in, you know, and. We spent hours and hours and hours at, on our instruments and our our um, voices. I think, you know, there was a time when they were considering having other people sing for us. You know, we were not strong singers. And, yeah. and I think that Sam and I really, you know, wanted to work the hardest we could to not have to use any sort of stunt vocalist or um, get help. You know, like I think that also that the music guys didn't, want that. You know, they wanted it to be authentic. And, yeah, and I, I think that, um, they want it to be as real as possible and not, you know, um, not movie magic, you know?
0: <laughs> did you at least like do karaoke back in the day? Did you sing no. in the shower? Nope. Did you
2: well, here's, the, here's what I did is I would sing with my husband sings mm-hmm. and play his guitar, not professionally, just like for fun. And I would always sing with him for fun kind of, but it wasn't it wasn't like a – I would sing softly and kind of along with him. Yeah. It wasn't like – I mean, you could – if you spoke to anyone I, I grew up with, they would tell you I'm definitely not a singer. You know, like they, they would – I think people in my sort of close friend circle and family were the most shocked because yeah. I really, you know, um, wasn't a singer.
0: Yeah, yeah. You must have made him proud though too.
2: I think so. I think they were just very weirded out, you know. I think cuz I think I think that taking yeah, having zero experience and really not singing and then having a, a full record, I think is it's it's very cool and and it it's not something I I didn't anticipate being able to get as far as I did. Mm-hmm. And I do feel proud of, you know, how hard I worked at it cuz it wasn't something that was um just, extremely easy for me i had to push through a lot of challenging moments
0: what uh what was sort of the most challenging part of of sort of just learning how to sing in
2: this way well it was literally learning how to sing you know like that was the most challenging part like i didn't know how to project my voice i didn't know how to you know sing or or sing loudly or you know so it was very it was a real like uncharted uh territory for me you know i think sam had done like musical theater so he'd had experience in mm-hmm. a little bit but i was you know i'd sang softly but i had zero experience in like belting or singing loud or projecting at all so i didn't even know how to like literally make my voice do it yeah you know and that was a very weird <laughs> experience
0: was there a trick that uh, that really sort of turned things around for you once you learned how to, like, use your diaphragm or, or like, the, the the things that you always hear about in, in learning how to really project your voice? I
2: think it was understanding that there's truth in in the that, – that the voice is an instrument. And because and, I think I thought that this how you sing is how you sing and you're born with how you sing and it's either great or it's not. And I didn't realize how much you can work on it you know and i think for people who'd been singing their whole lives that's something that just naturally happens where whereas i'd never sang so i was having to like learn serious like basics in, in how to sing and um and there was just all these moments where i was being helped through by you know the coaches or by blake in the studio who would i you know help me through a phrase that i i couldn't sing and the way that he would I don't um, get me to to be able to do what it is that he wanted would then in, inform me or, or or just become like something that I you know would sort of clock and go oh I can I can change the way my vowels sound or something it doesn't have to be this one way you know like just yeah. little basic things you know that I just didn't didn't know because I, I hadn't sang
0: how would you compare that to sort of learning the acting process and and how you sort of you know learned to act.
2: I think it's probably similar, but I've been doing this for so long, so much longer that I forgot all the things I learned. They're just part of me. Maybe, you know what I mean? Um, but, um, it's a, it's, it's very different and it's, it feels more intimate and it's, um, um, like, I'm sure there's like, you could change your vocal performance, but it's you, you know, Mm -hmm. whereas for me, we're sort of actors are hiding behind other people yeah you know what I mean and and so singing felt very vulnerable in a way that that I hadn't experienced before
0: yeah, yeah. and I imagine especially doing it on stage yeah there's this ongoing talk of maybe you'll tour at some <laughs> point is that something you want do you uh, I think
2: we would all love to play together just because we worked so hard at it you know I think it's I think that they would be hard with our schedules because we're all working actors, you know. Um, we're blessed to have another job. and But I, I, I think all of us would love to, you know, at least do something together. Yeah. Because it was, you know.
0: Have you done much stage work? Like uh, in terms of like in front of a huge audience no, arena or something? I
2: haven't. You know, I, I – I always say I grew up in L.A., so it was, like, acting class was my, like... Whereas if if you grew up in New York, it was, like, I feel, like, theater, you know? Like, L.A. is, like, very, like, acting class kids, you know? (laughs) That was kind of my, like, upbringing here. But I I never... I've never done theater. um, uh, I mean, as a kid, I did. You know, I did plays and stuff. Yeah. um, But not, like... Not like a proper, not
0: full on, like not having been on Broadway, The Lion King no. on Broadway or <laughs> no. something. I would so, love to, but would would you? So so, does that scare you in in terms of doing a tour or doing the? You no, know, no, you're you're Doesn't ready. Scare me? Right, yeah, I don't that's
2: know. Great. I don't get, I don't get scared of like, um, failing. But you know what? Here, I'll take that back. I've never. I've never sang in front of a large group of people. I mean, well, for the show we had extras. Mm-hmm. So we did have sort of this sort of an experience in singing for a crowd. Yeah. Yeah. But they're, they're paid to paid be, to be a good time. there yeah. and they're like going to cheer no matter what, <laughs> yeah. you know? So I think that, I think, I think that, um, I'll tell you when we would perform on the show, sometimes you have the audience and sometimes you don't, or there'll be tiling, uh, tiling the audience. So, Like there were takes where we're performing to no one and takes where we're performing to a crowd. And certainly the takes where we're performing to a crowd are so much more powerful and you perform differently because, you know, there's people there sort of feeding off of the, I guess, the show.
0: Well, at the very least, I think Daisy Jones and The Six need to reunite for the Emmys.
2: Like Aww, that, I would like love that on
0: that stage. I would love that. That would be huge. No, that so, would be
2: huge. That would be so wonderful. Right. I hope we do reunite for something.
0: Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll talk to people. We'll we'll make that happen. So, um, remember? T- tell me about when you realized you were an actor. The the moment <laughs> when you're like, you know what? I I'm an actor. This it's is this really is me. It's really
2: funny because like, I. Didn't have that as a kid, but I, I have moments as an adult where I can look back and go, okay, I was an actor, you know. Um, but I would always be playing pretend growing up. Like I was always – it was very rare that I wasn't pretending to be somebody else, you yeah. know, whether I was just at my house or, or playing in the backyard or like I was, you know.
4: Who were you that pretending was my, to be? Well,
2: I, whatever, anything, like a, a – princess in my castle or a, you know, like a, I, I was often like prisoners. Like I really liked, <laughs> I really liked that narrative for some reason.
0: <laughs> being trapped. Um, being so. trapped.
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, okay.
0: We'll have to unpack that another time. Yeah, I
2: know. I'm like just sitting here thinking, what was that about? Um. Or like a, like a, I would, like a single mother or just anything I could think of. I just wanted to be other, like other people. Yeah. And so I think that. That was very, um, you know, very apparent in hindsight. And also yeah. I, I would <laughs> – I remember like as a kid I would – when I would cry, I would look at myself in the mirror and watch myself cry. Mm. And I – as an adult – I think that is like a, a, a behavior of an actor yeah. child. <laughs> you know, like, I don't know what that is either.
0: Right, yeah, right. But sort like, of dissecting,
2: okay. Like human emotion, like watching it sort of happen in real time or something. I don't know. Yeah. It's very weird.
0: So so <laughs> when did that sort of translate to then, okay, I can do that uh, in front of a camera or on a stage?
2: I don't know. I had a feeling in me that I had a desire to transform into other people and i i just that fell into line with you know i i just somehow at some age figured out that that's acting Mm -hmm. you know it was very but it was a very strong desire of mine to like play characters you know um and i think that um once i discovered uh not so much stage acting because when I was little with stage acting, I had experiences where I was told that I was too quiet and um, that I needed to work on my projection. And so I got really insecure about stage acting. Mm-hmm. And then once I found film acting and, and realized that there's microphones and like I remember that happened when I was 12 and I, wa- I the first time I visited a set, um, I kind of started putting the pieces together like, oh, I can act. And speak in this natural, in a naturalistic way and, and be able to do it. So it was the first, I I think the first time I was introduced to film acting, it sort of opened that idea up to me. Um, and, uh, yeah, I would have loved theater. I think I just was insecure when I was younger about, about, about
0: it. About about the the, the stage, uh stuff and and it's uh it's so interesting now that you are p- playing a character who is you know so like determined yeah. and and uh very very loud yeah and very brash yeah so what uh what 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 is your relationship with daisy jones this this character what what do you what do you make of her now and, and how protective are you when you think about who daisy jones is
2: um <sighs> Yeah, it's weird. Like you, you get your the character. You have an idea of of them in your mind, and then you sort of, uh, I don't know, turn into them, or, or you're like it becomes a practical thing where it bec- it's like an idea, and then you, and then you, it becomes real on set, and and you kind of have to like go from that phase of this, like made up uh, the version you want to play, and then mm-hmm. and then the version that happens. And then I don't know when 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 I'm done filming things, I just like they kind of leave me, and then I feel like it was this person that I knew, (laughs) and then I feel like sad, like nostalgic, like oh, I miss that person, miss her, (laughs) yeah. I wonder what Daisy's
0: doing right now, yeah. So. That is interesting. There there is like so much conversation these days about different types of acting. There's been yeah. this debate over method acting and, yeah. and you know how intense do you have to sort of become this character and 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 I I I'm sure it's like you know, sometimes so powerful when it takes over mm. your your body, like you're suddenly this this person and yeah. and and you know how much of Daisy becomes a part of you yeah. when you're playing her, or vice vice versa, how much of you becomes Daisy.
2: Yeah, I think that um I think it's kind of both. Like, I think it's you take things from the characters you play and you give parts of yourself to the characters. And um uh I think for me, like in terms of like method, there's always a part of me I, I think I exist with a, a part of the character in essence every day when I'm leaving set for the duration of the filming. Mm-hmm. Um, not that I'm always conscious uh, aware of, you know. Um, and so I think, in essence, I'm, I sort of take on that the spirit of the person, but I don't walk and talk like them off of set. But I'll I'll have their sort of energy throughout the duration of the film filming process, and then. It'll stay with me a little bit longer, probably a few months, and then it kind of, I turn, it goes back to Riley.
0: <laughs> Makes sense. Makes sense. Um, you've done obviously both film and, and series. Are you? Do you do you prefer one over the other? Do you do you like to stay with the, with a character or a show for a while, or? or?
2: I think that it, it's like that's the beauty of series is you get to spend a, a, so much time with characters and really develop them. Whereas sometimes in films, you have a few scenes to, to, you know, there's a lot of pressure on these four or five scenes you have or whatever, 10 scenes, depending on the size of your role, to really create and portray this, this character on screen. And with series, you get so much time. And I love that. I think if you love the character you're playing, that's like a real gift.
0: And especially with this show, because it sort of again fell during the pandemic, and there was so much rehearsal and so much time that you worked on this. Uh, I imagine this was unlike any other experience, and just getting to know the people and and bonding with your your co stars yeah. and with the, the the crew and the producers. Yeah. And and uh, is it do do you do you miss it now? Do you? Uh, I, I mean-
2: really do. I do, and I'm I'm I try to be aware of like. I'm aware of the thing that happens where you do things that are difficult and then you miss them later. And I'm aware of that in the moment when things are difficult or, you know, you're, or mundane or boring or whatever, and not super enjoyable. Like I'm aware of nostalgia. I'm aware of nostalgia. So I try and be really present and Mm -hmm. go like, I'm really going to miss this while I'm there, you know? So I, I, but I do, I do feel like I was able to be present and, and take it all in when it was happening and, and realize how special these moments were with, um, all of my coworkers and, and friends I made and cast and crew. Um, and the love that went into, um, to all of it, you know, all, all the departments were so passionate about, um, creating this world and it was just really special. Yeah. And, um, and it was a different experience because, you know, we we're a- acquiring skills we didn't have and we're able to have this crazy rehearsal time essentially that I never get you know so and that's my favorite part you know like rehearsing is rehearsing and whatever that could mean whether that's learning to sing or learning to I don't know sword fight or whatever (laughs) the thing is you have to do you know it's like that's one of my favorite parts of, about acting is is like all the other fun stuff we get to learn did you
0: what uh, what skill have you picked up over the years that you still do that you still ha- kind of held on to besides now going to <laughs> karaoke bars and killing it?
2: Um, I mean I well I in my career what have I learned? I've learned now to sing, play guitar, a little bit of piano. I was just doing a round table and I said that I learned. How to paint cockroaches for Logan Lucky—that was a, a weird one. I had to learn. Yeah. Um you
0: still you stuck with that? You didn't uh, <laughs> stick with that.
2: <laughs> I've learned some dancing or pole dancing. Didn't stick with that either. <laughs> um, I, I mean, all kinds of things. I don't. I don't think there's anything that I've continued. Um, yeah. Yet, I mean, I I, I don't play guitar um, at the moment, but that's not to say that I like You're, I wouldn't
0: pick it up again at yeah, some might, point. Yeah, I might try. Yeah. Do... No, these the, the, those are I feel, feel like that's a little more useful than maybe the the magic mic, uh, or yeah. Or, or yeah. stripping.
2: <laughs> they, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, if Depends things go, on my weekend, yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> things go really south. So, I hope things continue o- yeah. okay for you, but uh um but yeah, I mean, it's it's uh is is there sort of a particular role that you sort of would like to revisit besides going back and doing more daisy jones but uh is is there something that you you miss from from what you've done so far
2: um like something i miss about
0: yeah like a a, like a sequel you would do or or a, a chance to revisit a project that you've worked on in the past that you wouldn't mind going back to do another movie do another season
2: there's a lot a lot of the movies i've done i i would go back and do it again you know there's always parts of of Most of the films I've done, I've had, I've been really lucky to have really special, um, experiences and work with incredible people. And there's, there's not, there's not many movies I wouldn't do a sequel to that I've done. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Did you, uh, I know when you started this role, you hadn't read the book. Yeah. Did you get a chance to.
2: I did read the book. Yeah. I read the book, um, before I took the meeting. Okay. And I, I listened to the audio book, um, before I sat down with Hello Sunshine and, and met, um, on the part I, I did read it. I did do a little bit of homework.
0: And, and did you, when you first met with them, um, what were your sort of ideas? What was, how did they pitch it to you? and, And what were your thoughts
2: on, on Daisy Jones? It's funny. Like one of the first things I remember them saying is like, we want you guys, we want these guys to like really play. Like if you play, like play shows, like be able to tour if we needed so they're from the beginning from the beginning they were like we these are we need real musicians not like actors pretending like can you do that and i just remember being like yeah yeah. (laughs) totally you know like um so i remember feeling like i was saying i could do things i wasn't quite sure (laughs) i could do but um well do you
0: ever did you ever say it's kind of in my DNA, guys.
2: Well, I think that's the thing. Is like you you would think that I had experience in music, you know? Like obviously, my whole family, my family are all are all or we're all musicians, and so it it feels like a silly thing to say. Like I've never sang, but I if you. I promise <laughs> like if we speak to anyone <laughs> you, you know on the who saw my very first auditions or started off with me would would vouch for me that I really didn't
0: Do you get a lot of like sure sure you don't
2: Yeah, I do. I get a lot of people going like, "Yeah, right." And I'm like, "Guys, like I promise this was I worked really hard at it. You know, I I put a lot of work in. It wasn't wasn't something I was naturally Yeah. you know. It didn't but, come easy.
0: But now, I mean, again, it, it looks it looks like it came easy and that's a testament to you. I, I, I don't know if like that upsets you because you're like, guys, I worked hard on this.
2: No, I think but, that was the goal. You know, I think that the thing that was intimidating is like it wasn't just singing in a movie. It was singing or in a show, but singing in a band that was meant to be a huge band. And I don't think you – like the – something that would be really embarrassing for me would be to be playing in a series like this huge band. And then the vocals like barely getting by or not being strong or like us not feeling authentic would have been really scary, you know? And so, and I was going into it, not knowing if I would be able to get there. So, but I knew that, you know, I knew that, that there would be backup plans if we couldn't, you know, they were giving us the opportunity to sing everything ourselves and, and um, we were able to get there, but we weren't sure. No, Nobody was sure in the beginning. Like even the music team and the, the producers weren't positive we were going to be able to get where we needed to. <laughs> so they were taking a chance on us.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, it, it worked out great. By, by the way, um, the Fleetwood Mac... Stevie Nicks of it all Mm. um what did that uh, I mean going into this how much did you know about Fleetwood Mac and and you know what what's what was your kind of relationship to their music and
2: and their story yeah my relationship to Fleetwood Mac like before this show you know was probably I was I knew all the the songs and my parents listened to Fleetwood Mac when I was young and I remember the Rumors album cover like that was kind of my memory of Fleetwood Mac but I wasn't um I didn't really know the ins and outs of all of their personal lives and things like that, um until the this uh show. And and I, I know, you know, I actually don't know how how based off of, you know, Fleetwood Mac this was. I, I believed that Taylor was inspired by that Silver Springs video between um uh between the two of them, but I I wasn't no one really said like Fleetwood Mac is the the only thing we're referencing so i wasn't i went i i researched and watched a lot of fleetwood mac but i also watched so many other bands and and singers because no one really said that fleetwood mac was like the one um
0: right right
2: uh to mimic or anything so i i looked i watched so many videos and so many i went on youtube and just would Spent hours and days and days watching, um, kind of everyone I could find on YouTube from that era performing just to, to really see like a lot of it was for, for me was for movement, like making sure I wasn't doing anything with my body that felt too modern. Cause the way that I move and the way that I talk naturally is very modern, yeah. modern. So those are the things I was the most, you know, mostly watching these videos for was to make sure that my my dialect and my, cause I'm like, I'm a Valley girl. <laughs> <laughs> um, and that can slip out, you know, and, and not that there wasn't, you know, a, some kind of Valley girl accent in, in the seventies, but it was different to what it is now. And so for me, like listening to the, the way they spoke and, and the body movements w- was what I mostly was watching these videos for. And to make sure that I wasn't moving my body to music in a way that didn't feel period correct.
0: Right, right, right. Not doing like the running man. Or
2: yeah. <laughs> or just like whatever is like natural to me yeah. to move to music isn't necessarily, isn't 70s. I had so yeah. much attention on that, you know, but then also in the in the script, they were really wanting her to be like free on stage and move around a lot. And there wasn't, I didn't find like a lot of that on, in the videos I would watch. Like I found videos of Stevie spinning around and I found a couple videos of Janice, Joplin moving around, but there was a lot of the female uh, vocalists uh, during that time were very still and just singing. So um, I was trying to f- kind of marry the two and go, well, what could you know, because I think also Daisy's meant to be a little bit ahead of her time. Mm-hmm. So it's OK for her to move a little bit more. So I ended up watching like men, too, um, who, who were more. Free in their bodies or allowed to be anyway. Yeah, yeah, like, like Freddie Mercury or yeah, like, or like um like Robert Plant or yeah. Jimi Hendrix or kind of who are more you know in their bodies and in in a way that the women felt more restricted. Mm. I think because um, women weren't as able to be as open and free and liberated. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. No, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. And it's funny how we sort of like, we remember things differently than they, they actually were yeah. at,
2: at the time. Totally. I know so. you think of this era as this very like wild and liberated era, which it was in a lot of ways, but you know, when you compare it to the ways w- w- women move now or look at like, I don't know, even a few years later, like Madonna or something, yeah. it's very different, you know, yeah, in terms of the freedom that they, f- they had.
0: And then even in the 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 fast forward scenes, the documentary scenes that are I guess supposed to take place in the 90s, uh was did you sort of have to think about okay, this is this is a older, wiser, she's seen more stuff. Yeah. Uh, and and how did that sort of uh you know, how did you approach playing the 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 more modern Daisy versus that earlier Daisy?
2: Yeah. Well, I um I think you like just have to try and figure out a way that it's the same person, and, and 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 one of the things that there was like two versions of her that could have happened to me, and one was this sort of like I've been smoking for a lot of years version, <laughs> yeah, you know, I've seen, I've, I've seen shit. a lot of shit, and then the other was this sort of like woman who's ended up living this actually like very like healthy lifestyle and is doing you know. The, the, to me, those were the two versions of like where someone could go. Yeah. Who was, I don't know, for for or Daisy could have gone, and so it was kind of like finding a happy medium between those two yeah. things. Of, um, you know, I didn't want to play like this, like I don't know, like stereotypical like beat up rock star chick, like you know, like right. I don't know, I just didn't want to do that. So we, so she, and also, yeah, so I wanted her to feel like. And more of an adult because Daisy's a little more reckless and wild, and um, but then you know we're we're lucky to, as actors, know like everything that's happened in the series, so we can kind of think with what she's been through and what she's doing now.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, it's it's and and I sort of like I like seeing that that she did come out the other side and yeah. she seems to be okay and yeah. and can be frank about everything that went on. Yeah. So. Yeah. By the way, what kind of music are you into these days? What are you listening to? What's <laughs> oh my God. What's your jam?
2: It's so funny because I got asked so many questions about music on this, doing press for this show. Uh-huh. Like, what do you listen to? And I don't like have a genre. I listen to everything. Like yeah. I, I'll have days where I feel like listening to hip hop or days I feel like listening to like movie scores, you know, like it's yeah. very um inconsistent. And do,
0: you, do you, what was your sort of your playlist to like as you were preparing? Like, what were you like listening to in the morning before you went to set?
2: So for this one, I, I listen to music a lot when I'm working. music really helps me. Um, I actually listen to music a lot when I'm writing, too. Cause yeah. I, that's and 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 acting and and typically, I'll listen to music a lot more than I did on the show. On this show, I was like, so hyper focused on making sure we knew our songs that mm-hmm. i i was really listening to our songs a lot and i was listening to um different versions of our songs and listening to like parts of our songs i thought i could sing better or wanting to you know i was just hyper focused on like making sure i was i did the best job i could do on our music and you know so a lot of the time i'd be like listening to the new version of i don't know one song and hearing something that I'm, I was thinking like, Oh God, I, I don't know if I sang this the best I could. And then I'd be like texting Blake or Tony and going, I need to re-sing this. Yeah. And they'd be like, chill. <laughs> but that was kind of like, I was very hyper-focused on Daisy Jones music during Daisy. Yeah. So that was mostly take, took up most of my time. And and if I wasn't listening, I was practicing, you know, cause especially during, um, uh, the sort of second block, Of the show, we had most, that was the most performance heavy bit. So we were really having to make sure we knew, you know, knew the songs. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah. That's part of the job. I got to say, it paid off. And I do hope that this is not the last that we've seen of Daisy Jones or of you performing. Yeah. You know, it's at least go on the mass singer or something. (laughs) Right.
2: (laughs) I know. It was really, yeah. It's a, it's a good, it was really a great experience and i'm glad that people are responding well and love the music i mean the music's so incredible and the show and yeah the response has been very um positive which you know you never know
0: yeah well what are you excited about next what what is what is next
2: um i'm about to wrap a show um in vancouver that i'm doing with hulu um right now which has been a really um wonderful experience and um i'm Trying to write our – Gina and I, my directing and writing partner and producing partner's second film, but I'm not I'm not having a lot of luck. I'm feeling very stuck at the moment, but that's what I'm trying to, to – I will try and focus on over the summer, hopefully.
0: Yeah, yeah. Okay, when are we going to see the Hulu show?
2: Oh, I don't think we have a date yet.
0: Yeah, all right. I
2: don't think there's a release date yet, but okay. – soon in the next year next year sometime all right before 2025
0: (laughs) (laughs) the next few years yeah um well great well riley congratulations thank you and seriously mass singer uh, at the very least we'll 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 see you on mask next year i really Um, appreciate it thank you for (laughs) speaking to me thanks for coming on by great talking to you me too That's Riley Keough. You can see all 10 episodes of Daisy Jones and the Six, now streaming on Amazon Prime Video. And that's it for this edition of Variety's Award Circuit Podcast. Zach Levin edited this episode, and Michael Schneider is the producer. Be sure to subscribe to the Award Circuit Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever you download podcasts. Also, head on over to Variety.com and click on the Award Circuit tab to find the latest awards predictions and key races, as well as your daily fix of news, analysis, and reviews. For Jazz Tanke, Emily Longaretta, and Clayton Davis, I'm Michael Schneider, and we'll see you on the circuit.